I wrote candygrams to myself. This is Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Taco Tuesday. We're so glad to be back at Midtown, and I'm here, joined as always, by my other host, Molly Reel. This is Taco Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> and by our analyst, Parker Bonner. What's up? What's good? Represent the name of your hood. Okay. <laughs> Great intros today. And uh, Molly, I think we're missing a host here today. What, what happened to Guy Fury? Where is he? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> he probably... He, I mean, you were texting him, right? He just didn't show. I don't have an explanation for this no-show. I'm pretty pissed. I think he's ghosting us right now. What a jerk. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably is still in Houston. Parker, do you want to introduce our guest today? I would love to, Kyle. So today, our two guests are super great. The first one is Savannah Austin. Salutations. And the second one is Aaron Acton. Hi. <laughs> that was phenomenal. It's a pleasure to have you both on the show today. Thanks. I'm a big fan. Thanks. Parker introducing the guest. We have two great guests. The first is the <laughs> great lead up. Okay. Um, so what uh what are our topics for today? Well, if some of you people out there haven't heard, there was a little thing called the Super Bowl the other day. And with the Super Bowl, there are advertisements that happen between the game. And those advertisements are meant to be amusing and entertaining. So, we will be discussing our favorite Super Bowl ad of 2017. Who would like to go first? Okay. So, Mr. Clean? Get out of here. So, I didn't love, like, many of the Super Bowl commercials because they weren't that funny, sadly. Um, but I really liked the one that was, like, the little girl in, like, the little race car thing. And her dad's just, like, cheering her on, and then she wins. And then it was, like, an Audi commercial, I think. And I was just like, yes, women, yes, girl. And so I was very into it. So I was at a rather loud gathering, and I didn't really catch most of the advertisements. And I wouldn't say it's my favorite but it's the most memorable was the Stranger Things Season 2 trailer. Um, I had to watch it again because at first I didn't realize what was happening with the Lego My Ego commercial. But, um, yeah, it's super exciting. However, it's also super stressful because the first season, like, I had so many, like, daymares, like, not nightmares, but, like, in the middle of the day, I just think about, like, a monster coming out of the wall. So I'm excited to experience that again for several months. That was the best and the worst thing about the Super Bowl. The best because it was amazing. The worst because at the end it said Halloween. I know. I was so oh, yeah. And I wanted to scream. 
because that's so long. Yeah, none of us are going anywhere for Halloween next year. Anyways, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, my turn. All right. So, I think my favorite commercial was the, uh, I don't remember what it was for, but it was like Cam Newton as a quarterback with a bunch of little kids playing football. And he's like, and everyone, yeah, oh, the Buick, the Buick commercial, yeah, and everyone just gets like nailed. I thought that was pretty good. That was a funny one. All my friends and I were watching it, and we were just like, okay, whatever. And then that little kid, like, flies, and we were all just like, what? <laughs> like, it was so funny. So that's my favorite. Yeah, so normally, um, when I watch the Super Bowl, I only really care about the commercials. Um, <laughs> this year, I was just kind of disappointed. Didn't really see any that uh, struck a chord with me, you know. I also was half paying attention, so if there was one I would have liked, probably didn't see it anyways. Um, so, yeah. I'll do one for you then. <laughs> um, so, my favorite probably was the Cam Noon one also, but I'll say I I really liked I liked the Skittles one, where they're throwing Skittles at the window. Um, and then uh, And then, like, the girl, the, the girl, instead of, like, hitting the window, she's catching them in her mouth. And then, like, shows a mom and comes over and starts catching it, and then the dad comes, and then there's a robber, and then a cop. And, oh, yeah, grandpa, and then a robber, and then a cop. And, I also, like, didn't super understand it. I mean, it was just... Like, I you know, thought it was I thought it was funny. And then, um, but if I had to... Another one I really liked was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Because I'm really excited for that movie, so... Yeah, there was a Super Bowl ad for that. So I didn't actually see this trailer during the Super Bowl, but I assume it was played at some point, but I saw it online a couple days before. It was the uh, Budweiser trailer. It was about, like, the founder immigrating from Germany to, like, America, and it was just, like, a really well-done commercial. So going back to um, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, I'm, like, nervous for this movie because they're pushing it so hard. And I feel like so many times when they push movies really hard, they never end up being as good as, like, I think they're going to be. Does that make sense? And, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, the first one was just so good that, like, I don't know how they're going to, like, match it or, like, exceed that. I don't love the Marvel movies as much as other people, but Guardians is the one that jumps out to me every time, and I'm just like, I love this movie. And for some reason, like, I... I really have a lot of faith in Guardians 2, and I think they're going to do it. And I think if James Gunn just sticks to what he does best in, like, directing, I think it'll be a really good movie. I, I just hope that they don't try to hook it into all the Avengers and all that. Like, because that just, that's what bothers me the most about the other Marvel movies. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I hope they don't try to, like, make it, like, blend in with the other one. Like, because, like, it stood out. The first one stood out so much. So I hope that, like, the second one, they're not like, oh, shoot, we have to, like, make it so popular that we need to, like, conform to all these different, like, movie norms, sort of. And, like, I just hope they do their own thing. And, like, if it's good, it's good. And then if it's not, like, at least they, like, didn't just go with, like, a template of Marvel movies. The worst part of the first one was the pointless Thanos cameo for no really reason. Who? Thanos. The, he, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway, sorry, that's, but, like, a tangent. Yeah. It's okay. We're all about tangents. You going to say something? I was going to say something. It was going to be a little joke, but the time has passed for that delivery. So, no. I do not have anything to say now. 
But I think we can move on to our next topic now, which is... Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. No, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, ve- stealing my jokes. I'm stealing your jokes. Sorry. It's a uh, Valentine's Day stories because, as some of you know, and others of you may need to write on your calendars, next Tuesday is Valentine's Day, so make sure you get flowers and chocolate and show love to your sweet, significant others who you like so much. Or your friends. Everyone needs love. Yes. Friends, too. Get your friends some some of those Star Wars Valentines that you got when you were kids and you, like, hand it out to everyone and give them a lollipop with it. I'm going to bring flowers to the next Taco Tuesday for you guys. Don't hold me to it, though. I'm holding you to that. <laughs> okay, so funny Valentine's Day stories. You want to go? Okay, I have a couple. I'll wait for the second one. So my first one, at my high school, like, they had these things called candy grams, and you would just, like, send them to people with, like, Butterfinger or whatever, and, like, right, it says to and from. And so I got a candy gram my freshman year, and it literally just said from the initials M-A, and I knew no one with those initials, literally had no idea who it was. So I thought my friends were, like, playing a joke on me, and, like, they didn't know who it was either. So, like, they would try to, like, joke around with me, like, pretending it was them, but it really wasn't them. So, like, literally, like, three months went by, and I just didn't know who it was. And then um, one day in my bio class, this kid, like, came up to me, <laughs> and he was like, hey, so, like, that candy gram, like, did you ever figure out who M.A. was? And his initials were M.A., and I was like... <gasps> Was it you? And he was like, oh, yeah, it was me. And I was like, oh. And it was really awkward because I'd never spoken one word to this kid in my life. And then he was like, yeah, so we should, like, hang out sometime, blah, blah, blah. And I was oh like, my gosh. maybe not. Was this, um, this was, like, three months. And then it was weird because this was, like, freshman year of high school. Now I'm a freshman in college. He texted me, like, a couple months ago asking me to go on a date with him. And I was like, mm, I don't even know you. Bye. I also have a funny Candy Graham story. So back... Back when I was a youngster, we used to do it at my middle school. And, you know, it was like a thing you do every year. And finally, I caught on to the trick of things. You know, not a lot of people sent me candy grams. It's kind of sad. But I decided if you paid $1, you can anonymously write a candy gram to someone. So I anonymously wrote candy grams to myself. And I would get candy, and it was phenomenal. I just said that's literally the most Parker thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but like, honestly, who's the winner here? I got sour Skittles for days. Oh my god! I just told, I just tell like, what I just. Was your reaction? What was your reaction then? When I got it, I just like, wow, how nice. I can just picture you, like, sitting at a desk and be like, oh, my gosh, for me, and, like, making a scene out of it. (laughs) I must have a secret admirer. Whoa. So, February 14th is a special day for me and Kyle because (laughs) we got into UF on that day um, three years ago now. I had a look of panic on my face for for a couple seconds. And yeah, Kyle was worried. <laughs> it's also a special day for me. I got rejected from UF on that day. So Kyle and I got into UF on that day, <laughs> and it was really cute. I like un like logged into my account, and it was like congrats. And then I started crying, and it was like 
fun. And then my mom brought out a little Florida sweatshirt. And I'm still here, so. Um, and then it's funny because February... So I had a boyfriend for like a few months in high school. And we started dating on February 13th. And so... Valentine's Day was the first day we were officially dating. <laughs> so we were just like, hey, nice to know ya. And that was it. It was really cute and sophomore awkward. I don't have good date stories because, well, you all know. <laughs> um, so. Kyle and my special day. <laughs> um, um, so, but I do remember growing up, my mother was just the best, and every Valentine's Day morning I would come downstairs and my parents had gotten me candy and and other nice things and a card and stuff, and I was so happy because they're so nice. So, love you, Mom. Thanks for listening. Hold on, I have, I have one more story about Savannah. So, so the candy gram thing was a middle school thing, but then finally I graduated into high school one day, and my high school is a huge school. We, I had like 800 kids in my class. Anyways, so the student government would put little heart stickers on the staircases of every person from every, like, every class, and like one staircase would have all the freshman names and stuff like that, and the, and the, the goal and the purpose of it was to go and grab someone's heart and wear it around, around the school. Well, what they failed to think about was there's a lot of immature high school boys out there. And I have a, a last name that could be taken in an immature way. So, generally my heart got taken pretty early in the day and, and people would put it in a place that was not very appropriate. And so, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry for you, Parker. I'm in your corner. So, Valentine's Day has always been a nice holiday in my mind. I planted flowers one time with my parents on Valentine's Day a long time ago. And it's never, it's always just been like a fond memory for me. Anyway, however, it's also been like marred by anxiety. Like when I was in like elementary and middle school, I like, I didn't really want a whole lot to do with boys and... But there was also that, there was like always that like one guy who was like super weird but like had a crush on me and I just like, I don't know, in fifth grade it was especially terrible because this is the time when I still cried when I like told anyone I liked a boy. Um, like I remember sitting at the dinner table and my brothers brought up the fact that I liked someone I just started sobbing at the dinner table. <laughs> Parker wants to take the phone from me. It's Jeff's not a phone, it's a mic. Also, I still cry. <laughs> anyway, so fifth grade, I was uh, I was sitting at my desk, and there had been this boy. Um, we're Facebook friends, so undisclosed name. Um, there was this guy, and I knew that he liked me, and he was super obnoxious about it and very inappropriate. And this is like fifth grade, and I was just like really uncomfortable. And I get to class, and I see something shiny in my desk. And so, and like every, a few of my friends are like looking at me like, Savannah, look in your desk. Like, look in your desk. And I'm like, no. Like, I just refuse to look in my desk because I know that there's something inside. And this is like the days when you had like your own like little cubby desk. 
Anyway, I refuse to look inside. And eventually I have to, like at the end of the day or something. And it's like a little American Girl necklace and a ring that he got me. And and I just, I died of like embarrassment and humiliation. And of course I had to go home and tell my mother about it. And she, I think she thought it was hilarious. And she was like, I could just picture him like going to Walmart and picking out this ring. And I was like, I was just... I like cried about it. Like I did not want to hear anything about it, and it was a very long um, discussion in the family about teasing me about it. So anyway, that was a traumatizing Valentine's Day story. Thank you for sharing. One last quick story. Um, I was like, okay, I had a crush on this kid for like years, and like. I don't know. Finally, he like asked me to be his Valentine on Valentine's Day, and it was like this big thing, and it was really exciting. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> um, I really liked him, and so he didn't get me anything on Valentine's Day, and I was like, um, hello. So then he was like, oh, I'm gonna come over, and I was like, what? Meanwhile, so apparently he's like on his way to my house. I'm like trying to be a good Christian, like doing my devotional. Now looking at my phone while I'm doing my devotional. So then there's like a knock on the door on my bedroom door and my dad's like someone's here for you and I was like oh my gosh literally my family is so weird about like people liking me they like freak out so like I, they're like oh my gosh and they like just get really weird about it and I hate it so I like walk out and I go to the door and like my entire family is like congregated by the front door and I'm like oh my gosh so embarrassing so then I like walk outside and like there's the kid and he's sitting there with like a red balloon and I was like ah and then, <laughs> yeah, he has a red balloon, and he's like, oh, so he'd be my valentine. We'd already gone over this. We were already valentines, but he gave me the balloon. <laughs> and then it was really funny because another one of our friends um, was, like, he, like, escorted him to my door so he, like, wouldn't be there alone. <laughs> so then his last name is Greep, so um, this, like, the term, like, hashtag Greepin, like, evolved after that moment because he was just being really awkward, like, standing there. And I was like, hey, Steven. It was really weird. But, um... Yeah. Anyways, that's the end of my story. I have memories early on in Valentine's Day when you were in elementary school and you had to get the little card Valentine's to pass out to everyone in the class. I remember being very intentional with who I gave what cards to, you know, because they're the ones that's like, you're my best friend and you got to be careful, you know. And then there's the, will you be my Valentine's ones? And you pick like that one girl who you're like, okay, she's the only one I'm going to give one of those to. And then you, like, throw away all the other ones of those. And then the, all the guys, you be really careful and you don't get, like, the loved ones. You just go, like, hey, buddy, or, like, something like that, you know? Yeah, I was very intentional with those. I was that girl who got the, like, you're pretty cool. <laughs> and I was just like, thanks, guys. <laughs> I feel like there was always, like, in elementary school, that one girl who got every single will you be my Valentine one, probably. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think, I think like, a couple times I actually got those from girls, but I figured that they just were, like, randomly passing them out to people, and I was just like, oh. See, I must say that I never did that. Like, I was just like, I just need to put my name on these things so that I can hand them out. Like, I do not care. Like, I'd literally just go down the list of, like, the people in my class and, like, write their names on them, and, like, that was it. It's probably my OCD. I, just, I was, like, so nervous it'd be perceived the wrong way. Like... Like this is this is getting a glimpse at elementary school Kyle. <laughs>
<laughs> what if she thinks I'm in love with her? What if she wants to Uh, yeah, I was pretty anxious in elementary school. I was like a nervous wreck, like my entire, like, childhood. Well, I had, like, stomach problems in middle school because I was so nervous all the time. I was a really cool elementary kid. I was literally, I was literally so much, like, 100% more carefree than I am now. Like, I'd just be like, huh, whatever happens, and I'm saying, and, like, make friends with whoever, and now I'm like, oh, what if they don't like me? Yeah, I was kind of a nervous wreck my entire, like, elementary and high school. And I was just, like, that person that was, like, I don't know, I just tried to be, like, a good kid. I did all my homework, and I'd, like, freak out if I didn't finish my homework. So, yeah, I always got the, I never got the, uh, will you be my Valentines, except from weird people. I think that was kind of funny. What, was Parker going for the mic there for a sec? Was Parker going for the mic there for a second? I don't know. Because I, I think Savannah perceived that Parker was going for the mic and kind of started clutching it with both hands. Like, like careful yeah, there, bud. She definitely gave me a look. She uh, She's very protective of the mic. No, I thought that he was, like, trying to tell me that I was holding it the wrong way. I got really self-conscious, like, oh, my gosh, I'm holding it wrong. And the microphone... No, Savannah, you're holding it just the right way. Yeah, so for all of our viewers, I'm sorry I couldn't fulfill you with exciting Valentine's Day stories. I wish I had more exciting ones, maybe in the future. We should all just make up stories. Oh, I do have an This one time, I went, uh, my best friend, uh, like for Valentine's Day, I wanted to like give something to my best friend because he was like such a good friend. So uh, I talked to one of my friends who, who uh, was hurting these, these uh, clams, and I told her to fly this giant chocolate balloon out to a theme park that we were going to be at. So, uh, so she flies this balloon out, and he refuses to look behind him, and there's just this huge balloon. I keep telling him, Patrick, look behind you. Patrick, look behind you. And he won't look around. And he finally looks around, and he, and he loves it, and he hugs the balloon, and it explodes and covers, like, the entire theme park in chocolate. That was, that was uh, an episode of Spongebob, for those who didn't know. Um, I think I can conclude the Valentine's Day stories. I just remembered one from last year. Um, I had a really good friend from high school that I kept in touch with, and he went to a school up north. Um, and we, like, talked and, like, flirted it a little bit, but, um, I later found out that he didn't even know that I liked him back, so that was awkward. <laughs> anyway, um, on Valentine's Day, I got a letter in the mail, and last year I was hyper-obsessed with Jimmy John's. Like, I got Jimmy John's, like, four times a week. Like, it was just awesome. I loved it. And because, like, I lived right across the street. However, like, getting cheese was kind of, like, splurging because cheese is extra. So I get something in the mail, and it's um, it's a Jimmy John's gift card from my friend, and it's, like, make sure to get cheese. And then it cuts off. It's, like, I really L.O. And it's, like, it's I, I couldn't tell what he was trying to say, and I tried to ask him, like, what... What was it that got cut off? It was like this mysterious message, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, maybe he loves you. And I was like, I was just like really, really anxious about these like cut off words. Anyway, I spent that Jimmy John's gift card with delight. However, um, sadly, the, uh, the friendship ended. So sad.
Wait, so you never got an answer as to what the... Maybe it said, I really love our friendship. I don't know. Yeah, I still don't know to this day. And I haven't thought about it in a while. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a mystery. Uh, he was a great guy, but, yep, I never knew. It's one of life's great mysteries out there. Help us figure it out. Text, <laughs> help us figure it out at... Five five eight four zero one one. Don't. That's my phone number. Taco Tuesday cannot endorse this phone number. However, if you'd like to text it, feel free to. Um, I think we should move on to our next topic, though. If you missed that, my phone number five five eight four zero one one. Savannah, like three people listen to this. It's fine. Uh, Parker's so desperate. He wants he wants to give out his phone number. I'm just kidding. That's so not a thing someone in Parker's corner would say. I'm sorry. Area code. What did you say? Area code? 561. Mom, text Parker. I know you're listening. Uh, okay, we're going to move on to our last topic. Um, and because, again, Valentine's Day themed a little bit, we're going to talk about our favorite, either like chick flick or rom-com, you know. It can be either of those. And, uh, yeah, um, does anyone want to start us out? The Notebook. Do you want to, like, expound on that? <laughs> <laughs> um, why do you like it? Why do I like it? How many times have you seen it? Does it make you cry? How many times have I seen it? That's a lot. Um, I don't know. It's too many to count on my hand. This is what happens when you have sisters. Let's see. That's true. I do, I do have two sisters and a mother. So. <laughs> no, wait, me too. <laughs> so, I, I did watch movies like this a lot. But um, I actually went to the movie theaters with my mom and older sister and saw The Notebook with them. So, um, yeah. I don't think I... N- n- I don't know. It was a long time ago. Potentially. Just say you cry. The ladies love it. Well, yeah. I mean, I always cry. But, like... I'm just kidding. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Bye. Hi. Um, my favorite... It's not a rom-com. It's just a classic... Um, a Walk to Remember by Nicholas Sparks gets me every time, blowing my eyes out. Put music in that. Yes, that's also why I love it. Yeah, with Mandy Moore, um, it's just amazing. You know, everyone go out and watch it. You'll cry, but it'll be a good cry. I have another one. Miracle on 34th Street. That is phenomenal, and let me tell you why. Because the girl finds a love for Christmas. That's beautiful. Right. Say Footloose again? Okay, I have a real one. Um, my favorite rom-com, rom-com is She's the Man. Such a good movie. And it's like classic Shakespeare, you know what I'm saying? So it's like so good. Shakespeare? It's based off of Shakespeare. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, She's the Man is based off of Shakespeare. I had no idea. Guys, yeah. Which oh, one is it based off of? Shoot, okay, wait. So, is it much taming... I can't remember because Taming of the Shrew is 10 Things I Hate About You and then this one and then She's the Man is dang it I'm going to look it up because I know it definitely is get back to us on it I'm going to go ahead with mine uh, my favorite rom-com slash chick flick I mean it could fall under either is 500 Days of Summer um, chick flick my favorite 
whatever. I, I really like it. And, um, oh, sorry. Yes, okay. update. Twelfth Night is the Shakespeare play that it's based off of. Okay, Twelfth Night. I've, I'm not familiar with that one, but I'll take your word for it. No, no, I know. It, Wikipedia says so, okay. Um, uh, so, I love 500 Days of Summer because it's such, like, a unique take on a love story. And I love how, um, like, there's some great scenes in there. Like, there's a scene where it contrasts his expectations and his reality in one frame. And it's incredible. And I'm just like, this movie, like, it's, like it breaks your heart. But, like, but I love it. And if I had to pick one other romance movie that I really enjoy. I actually watched it last night. I have to go Beauty and the Beast because, like the original, not the freaking 2017 remake that's coming out. No, frick that movie. No, no, we're, no. Um, uh, oh, I'll probably see it in the theater, but I still am not happy about it. Um, but, man, like, that, that original, amazing. Great music, great story. Yeah. How about the curious case of Benjamin Button? I think that's that's a good one, you know? Because, like, he's, like, old and she's young. And then, like, at the end, she's old and he's young. But, like, there's that point in the middle where they meet. And it's just, like, it's pretty special, you know? Like, that moment. That moment they meet. And they get to spend, like, ten years together. But then it's over because he's getting too young and she's getting too old. Oh yeah, spoilers. That movie's actually really sad at the end when he's like a baby and and she's, you know, like getting older but like she has to take care of him. Oh, it's so sad. Time Traveler's wife is also really sad. I read the book. I don't know if I've seen the movie, but I read the book and the book was like so sad. It's really good though. I never saw the movie, but I heard the book is tragic. So, I feel like I'm kind of uncultured as far as rom-coms, which I was not, like, I don't know, I didn't think I was, but then I was, like, just looking up, like, 50 best rom-coms because I couldn't think of one. And I was like, wow, I've only seen, like, three of these. I need to step up my game because I love chick flicks and I love love stories. And I just spend all of my time watching Hallmark movies, so maybe that's why. Anyway, I did really enjoy You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I remember watching that with my cousin a few years ago, and I really liked it. And even though it's like, you know, dinosaur technology now, it, it was really sweet. So, And, like, I don't know. There's been a lot of good ones recently. Letters to Juliet, I love. Ugh, so good. I just made my boyfriend watch that, and I, I just, like... <laughs> um, we have to protect the anonymous or <laughs> anonymous, anonymous I don't know anyway undisclosed we all know anyway I just made him watch it and uh, I think he enjoyed it but I think I enjoyed it a lot more so another really good one uh, when Harry met Sally um, oh yeah I, I, I really like that one because it explores like friendship and relationship and it's uh, it's a different kind of movie uh, and I, I like it a lot what's the one um, with Meg Ryan and it's with Tom Hanks in New York Sleepless in Seattle oh my gosh yes I love that one okay. yes indeed 
if, I guess you could even include La La Land in this discussion, which is awesome. Yes, love La La Land. Also, it wouldn't be a rom-com discussion without talking about 13 Going on 30. That movie stresses me out a little bit, but I loved it. That was like my first introduction like to like big girl like rom-coms. Like I remember watching that at a really young age. And yeah, good movie. Anyone seen Say Anything? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I have seen the scene where he's on the lawn with the boombox. It's a pretty great scene. And Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink is super cute. Yeah. 80s movies were, like, the bomb. Slash some, some, some 90s stuff, like You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. But Molly's got a skirt soon. Uh, okay, well, I think we we can conc- we conclude this discussion, you know. Anyway, so it's not like not like a big deal, you know. So I am going to conclude this episode for all of us here at Taco Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Here's Savannah. Hi, mom. I love you. Here's Aaron. I love you all, including mom and dad, and my sisters, and Zane Lauren, and everyone else, and my dog. Bye. Hi, Phil. Here's Kyle. Hi, Mom. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to finish the closing. Uh, Here's Parker. Here's Molly. Mom, I miss you. Here's Parker. Hello. Here's Kyle. All right, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm sorry for the confusion there at the end, and things kind of got off the rails, but we're really glad that you're listening. Comment below. Let us know what you want to hear next week. We need some recommendations. We need some help. Uh, if you don't make any recommendations, I'm just going to sing the entire episode next week. I, um, I won't be here next week. <laughs> uh, I, I won't be here if we don't get recommendations. So we need we need you. We need you. Guy Fieri will be here to, to hear Parker serenade him. Um, but on behalf of all of us, we're so glad that you're, you're uh, checking out Taco Tuesday and that you're listening. And we h- hope... Uh, yeah, we hope you listen again next week and uh, bye. Bye. That wasn't exciting. Five six one five five eight four zero one one. That's my phone number. It's it's cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's totally no. It's it's fine. Molly, it's, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'll probably cut this part out. Disregard the comments that you heard before my voice. That is all I have to say. 561-558-4011. That's my phone number.